episode 156. Season 3, episode 19 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Failed Experiments. Welcome to Level 7. A podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a magical place. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Welcome to Level 7. I'm Ben, Ben Avery, and I've been joined by my friend and your friend and Daniel's friend. And there's even people out there who have never even heard of us. He's their friend. And that is Evan David, Revan, Evan David. Hello. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, so welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be well, back. Welcome to the only Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast that records around a homeschool table. That's Indeed. Where we are right now. We've right got now. the little Lazy Susan with all the markers and scissors and rulers on it right there on the table. we and got maps of the world, the United States up right here. there. There's yeah. a globe behind me, and there's a ton of preschool toys off to the side to keep the preschool kid busy while the kids are doing their work so for the record i i do not homeschool at this table i'm just visiting well i homeschool you at this table oh i see how it is yeah something like that (laughs) and you know what i'm not even revan evan david i'm i'm low rent daniel butcher that's that's the word on the street word on the street is actually low rent yeah yeah which i'm not gonna deny that I I am low rent Daniel Butcher. I I'm not the man. I'm the I'm the sub. You're, I, you're you're sitting in the chair. Yeah. I, I don't have the. You're sitting in the chair. You're the second chair right now. I don't come with quite the budget as the real Daniel Butcher. Right. Right. I mean, you're like the Agents of Shield version of how many things? Where with a low budget, for example, like the the Cree ship. That awesome Cree ship that just came and landed in that impressive moment at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, super you cool. You know, and and the lights and the ship and the the that's Daniel. <laughs> the Cree probe satellite thing that crashes into a building, so you never actually see it crash. The, the billowing smoke meteor yeah. thing. Yeah, that's yeah. me. That's that's you. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Not really, not really. This is not, you know, I, I like to make, uh, I, I do, I, I like to make allusions to Stargate often when I'm talking about the be, there being a change, you know, and Stargate season four or five when they had to get rid of Daniel Jackson, the guy who played Daniel Jackson, and they brought in Parker Lewis Can't Lose, the guy who played Parker Lewis on that show, as the replacement but the whole time he was on the show as the replacement for Daniel Jackson, the other characters were making fun of him. Hmm. And I've heard people say that the reason the fans didn't actually latch on to Parker Lewis Can't Lose is because, honestly, the, the characters didn't. Hmm. And so since MacGyver didn't care about Parker Lewis Can't Lose... The fans didn't care about Parker Lewis can't lose. Hmm. So I care about you, Daniel. You're not Daniel. Thank you, Ben, for I, proving I your point. You, Evan. 
Wow. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> that whole thing went nowhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Well done. <laughs> Shall we, shall we move on? Where do we go from here? <laughs> uh, I think where we go is to our intelligence report, but yes. we don't really have much to report. So, Well, let's give it a whirl. We'll play the sounder right now. Shield intelligence report. Not really any news, so yeah. this, this won't take long. <laughs> but uh, Civil War has been seen by... Some of our friends crossed the pond. Yes, indeed. And initial reviews are positive. So there's that. Okay. Okay. And But, of course, critics aren't always correct. Well, it's not just critics. It's actually people. No, they aren't always correct either. Although critics are people, too. Like, in the, in the case of Batman v Superman, I mean, there seems to be a gross error on the part of many people around the world. So we could be seeing the same sort of thing happen here with Civil War. I have a feeling that the Batman versus Superman kind of thing. Uh-huh. Different people are going into that and seeing different movies. Uh, yeah. Like I can you see go that. into that movie and I think you see a different movie than the movie that I don't know, some other people we might know saw. So, yeah. I'm not going to name names. But they saw a different movie. And but the initial feedback that I've been hearing spoiler free feedback has been positive movie Spider-Man is good good so well that's good we'll see what actually happens I mean uh, I enjoyed the little clip I saw uh, tonight on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so you know and that's that's news maybe yeah is uh, we ordered our tickets oh yeah after after credits started rolling um, we ordered our tickets although during one of the commercial breaks earlier I started ordering my ticket, and then I thought I confirmed the order. Apparently, I didn't because it timed out. But it's okay. We we're tickets. we're going to see it. Yeah, and I'm not sure what the welcome to level seven plans will be for that. Uh, Daniel will not be able to record about Civil War, but I'm thinking about bringing in another guest, a new guest, and because uh, Evan and I will be recording about it, but we'll be recording about it for Strangers and Aliens for that podcast. Um, it'll be. Similar to the the road trip things, just be the two of us though for that one. Um, but yeah. and if, if people wonder, Evan and I do for the big movies, we usually do kind of a party almost. Yep. Where we record ourselves driving to the theater, record ourselves a little bit in the theater sometimes, and then record ourselves driving home, and that's kind of our <laughs> initial review. After we hang out in the parking lot for a half an right. hour. I don't think you and I are going to be hanging out in the parking lot for <laughs> half an hour where it's just the two of us, though. Yeah. Okay. Usually okay. there's more people in the car. Yeah. Let's just say that. We actually we bring in, yeah. like I said, it's kind of a party. And so this one will be a little different since we're seeing it so late. But that's for Strangers and Aliens. And uh, for here, I'm going to try and – we're expanding the family. We're going to have to because, yeah. actually, that brings us to the next the next thing as far as news goes. Um, Punisher has been ordered. Yeah, it's a show now. It's a show it will be on Netflix. Uh, I don't know when the timing will be. I think that they're still considering it as a, you know, the Netflix MCU stuff will be like twice a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I guess they'll do Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders, 
then Punisher, then Punisher and Jessica Jones season two. Ugh. I mean, it's what else can they do other than they either have to stop saying we're going to make stuff and just start saying we're going to continue and do and finish what we said we do. Yeah. Or they're going to have to pull back hmm. and, and say, you know what? Okay. We're not going to do all this stuff or they push forward and they own it and just start doing a series every quarter. So they're doing four 13 episode series every year. So that would let them get in. Here's two, here's two, here's two. Just doing more per year. <laughs> well, so that'll be interesting. Um, I, I don't know where that can go, but um, Punisher has been ordered. That will be a series. And he seemed to get positive reviews from everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't talked about it much because we aren't doing those episodes yet. That'll be right. kind of a summer thing we'll be doing. Uh, and actually, during the summer, like I said, we're expanding the family here. I don't know what it's going to mean to expand the family for Welcome to Level 7, but we will be expanding it somehow or another. And for the summer, I think it's going to be a, a number of guests, guest hosts, uh, mostly from other podcasts that I am familiar with and listen to, uh, who will be taking on like one Daredevil episode at a time. Could be interesting. It might mean a little more work on my end. Um, the intention was for Daniel to do the major things, like series uh, opening pilot episode kind of thing. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to look like. Which brings us to, since I said the word Daniel, Marvel's most wanted as far as being a pilot. Word on the street is people are very happy with the direction it's going in. And it looks like a pretty strong offering. Sweet. I I mean, I'm looking forward to it. When is that supposed to come out? Well, I mean, they've ordered the pilot. They'll make the pilot now. and then So it's not made. It hasn't been ordered to series yet. The pilot hasn't been made? The pilot is being made. Being made. I don't think it's finished yet. Okay. But it's getting strong. When I say it's getting strong feedback, it's it's the network executives. Gotcha. They're happy. At least it sounds like they are. Cool. So, but they're also happy with Once Upon a Time. So, I I may be wrong. They may be done making that pilot. But man, I'm just a negative Ned tonight, Ben. You are. You are. I don't know what's going on here. I don't care about Once Upon a Time. I've never really watched it. In fact, I the stuff I know about Once Upon a Time, I know from listening to Daniel J. Lewis's podcast about Once Upon a Time. Nice. <laughs> that I listened to his coverage of like a season or a season and a half. And I actually, I mean, I enjoyed listening to it, even though I wasn't watching the show. Yeah. But I did hit a point where I was like, you know, if I'm going to watch the show, I'm spoiling everything right now. Mm. So I'm, I'm just going to stop listening and stop spoiling. So, but yeah. So like I said, we're going to have to do some expansion. Not sure what it's going to look like, but you know, we'll keep you updated. And so right now, the important thing is, you're going to get your episodes. Yes. They will be done. Yes. And in a more timely manner than last last week's episode. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's why this episode, hey, we're recording right after we watched. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about that episode. Okay. Let's get into it. Mission report. And so we begin our episode 
with a sneak peek and a tie-in to X-Men Apocalypse. Right? You're losing me here. Yeah. I'm not remembering. You've got people in the past running around. Oh, okay. And then this great big giant blue guy is there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this is, what, the first mutants, right? That's what... I, I think you have this confused with, with that movie that's coming out. That, But it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a nice little opening. So <sighs> we go back. It's prehistory. Yep. And at first, we I was thinking we were in the present day. Where are we? We're in the bush, maybe. You mentioned the bush. Right. I thought we were in Africa or somewhere. Yeah, you know? yeah. But no, no, no. We're in the past. And that guy who's running around? That's Hive. That's Hive. Yeah. So Hive's running around. He gets caught by some Cree. They're experimenting Which, on him. Wait, hold on. Wait, did you just say Cree, Ben? I did. We have Cree, and they're in the show yeah, yeah. again. Okay, I just want to point this out right now. It gets worse later on. Not worse. Better later on. When I say worse, I mean it gets more. But our episode right before Civil War, Captain America's Civil War, <laughs> has tie-ins to the MCU, but the tie-ins are really to Guardians of the Galaxy. They really not are. to Captain America and the Avengers. Well, except for the grotesque. Grotesque is probably not the right word. Yeah, it's not. Name-dropping. What word am I looking for, Ben? Uh, blatant. Okay, that might be better. Uh, cheap. Okay. Um, shoehorned. Unearned. All works. All works. Grotesque was not the word. <laughs> they, yeah, they do tie into Civil War with dialogue. Like, they actually, they name drop not the characters. They refer and allude to the characters. Correct. And they say, you know, this is Hive. I mean, we're, we're skipping way ahead, but what did... What did Hive say? He said, only billionaires can build metal suits of armor. Yeah. yeah. And, and only, the, only military. the military can build or create super soldiers. Super soldiers, which will lead to a war of their own. Nice. <laughs> nice, Hive. Thank yeah. you for that. So go watch the movie in theaters. Yeah, yeah. And and before that, he says um something about uh oh, he's talking about what happened to him here it is fear bred paranoia Mm -hmm. because people feared his connection with inhumans fear bred paranoia which led to civil war (laughs) so they allude to they have name dropped steve and tony but they name dropped the movie yes (laughs) okay and then here's the thing here like they're not even trying anymore they're not even trying to to hook us up to these movies there, really? Okay, this episode does not hitch on to a movie. No. Next episode might. It could. And, I mean, we've had some previous episodes with, like, The Watchdogs, which kind of maybe sort of, if you squint. Made you think of yeah. ideas. Yes. So From the comic. They're doing parallel ideas, potentially. Right. With the, yeah, Civil War. So parallel ideas and maybe a more blatant actual tie-in next time around I hope there's so. gotta be there's gotta be some stuff where they're talking about what happened oh I'm sure that'll happen with Captain America and them but I just wish it was more deliberate you know because yeah. that's the fun part about the show is that it ties in it was the fun part about the show yeah they, um, they have definitely evolved let's let's be honest the tie into Thor of the Dark World I like that yeah but they 
they the tie-in to the like the direct tie-in to Thor: The Dark World mm-hmm. was the the episode following Thor: The Dark World, where they cleaned up the stuff. They were cleaning up the stuff in the opening scene, right? And then the whole episode is about Asgardian stuff, right? Without any connection to Dark World, correct? But which makes which which bothers me because the episode was the tie-in episode. Like so, what what? I don't mind the fact that they had all the Asgardian stuff going on. It's actually a pretty decent episode with that staff and all that yeah. stuff. But then you turn around and you're like, wait a minute, why couldn't they have done some sort of deeper tie-in? Like they're cleaning up all that stuff. Why couldn't that weapon, that staff, have been part of the cleanup? Hmm. You know, and so it actually was there because of what happened in Dark World. That the connection was there. But then they kind of just, okay, we connected to the movie. Now we can move on to the story we really want to do. But at least they were on the movie set. Quote, unquote. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, do, I'm doing the motion figures. I can see those. No one yeah, else can. Yeah, nobody else can see them. <laughs> you know, they, they were on the set of the movie cleaning up. I mean, and so they at least they had that. And you're not going to be able to touch the tie-in with uh, Winter, Cat, Soldier. Winter Soldier. You can't yeah. do it. But that's That's untouchable. One of the best any kind of tie-in. Oh, yeah. That, that they could have possibly done because they wrapped that around like that that season was wrapped around that yep with the who's hydra who's not and then we w- were watching stuff happen and then we watch the movie and it's just everything blows up and then we come back to watch our show the next week blow up and there's the fallout yeah like that's yeah you're, you're not gonna be able to touch that but with with this yeah I feel like, I mean, it had to be done on purpose, this dialogue. Mm -hmm. This. (laughs) No, it's absolutely a coincidence, Ben. It it had to be on purpose because you don't do it twice. It's very obvious. Well. I'm going to say this right now, though. We've been kind of negative about this episode for the last, I don't know how many minutes. I don't think there's as much negativity left for this episode no, I, no. I really enjoyed everything else that was going on we're talking about just a couple lines of dialogue oh, that yeah. just stuck out like to me stuck out like a sore thumb <laughs> they did or <laughs> um or a sore big toe that's been shoehorned into a glass slipper that doesn't fit you know what they do in the original story don't you they just chop it off Anyway, let's go back and talk about the the Kree experiments that are happening here. Yeah. Have you read the original Inhumans uh, comics? From back in the day or from any, more At any point. Not really. I the only, the only real connection I have to Inhumans comes from Fantastic Four in the 80s. Okay. So not Fantastic... I did read the original appearances of the Inhumans... In 60s or 70s, Fantastic Four. Okay. But I haven't read the old stuff. And a lot of the, really all the stuff I know of is from Fantastic Four where you have like Crystal and Medusa joining the team. You have Black Bolt uh, visiting because his people are there. Okay. So that's the majority. I... I wanted to read, I think Neil Gaiman did a Inhumans. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I think it was like a 12-issue series. I wanted to read that, never got around to it. Um, I have a Inhumans motion comic. Okay. 
that I purchased at Walmart on DVD. Haven't gotten around to watching it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I know about Inhuman stuff, but it's from it's not from direct experience of Inhuman stories. Okay, because because what stuck out to me about this scene where they've they've abducted uh, Hive and they are experimenting on him. Um, I mean, we've heard about the Kree doing this. We've heard about it through the last couple seasons, and it's like this legendary turning point in human history. Mm-hmm. And they've chosen mm-hmm. to actually depict it on screen. How how did you feel about that? Okay. <clears throat> I liked it. I mean, I liked what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like the first one. Right. And so it's this is almost like a scouting expedition or something mm-hmm. where you know they just find the one guy they're doing their experiment on the one guy there's gonna be more to come right um yeah it, I, I didn't think about it if, if should it feel bigger or not if it, it felt to me like it should have been bigger like because you know you they tell you all this stuff so you picture it in your head a certain way and they're tying it in with like this epic war and all this and the the operating room that he was in it didn't feel uh, alien enough to me, but maybe maybe it was maybe because if I remember on Ronan's ship in Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. I guess it was kind of reminiscent of that a little bit. Um, I don't know. My my thinking is that scene felt very X Files mm-hmm. to me, uh, and I mean X Files they were very good at doing low budget stuff with minimalistic backgrounds. Because of quick cuts and dreamy camera work mm. and, you know, gauze or Vaseline or whatever on the lenses to make it have a real um, just kind of dreamlike quality. Okay. This felt like that without the camera tricks. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, that didn't bother me. Now, in the comics, I believe that the Inhumans background comes from the Eternals or... Something like that. It's 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 a it's not the Cree that come and create the Inhumans on on the Earth, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, they make it almost sound like you're right. Like a fleet of ships came, or into this massive a great big production. giant ship, yeah. and, and it's coming, and it's kind of uh, you know kidnapping or abducting mm-hmm. humans and turning them Cree. But I was okay with it. I. I I liked it. I, I felt like this is cool. We're going back. We're seeing MCU prehistory. That doesn't happen very much to go back in time. Yeah. And and see things that were happening before World War II. Right. I mean, that's just. It's another thing to add to the timeline. Yeah. If we were doing a timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I've so, I've thought about it actually, Ben. It's. It's a daunting task. It would be, but not, well, not terribly daunting. The, the what would be daunting would be lining up the things that are happening concurrently. Yeah. Because, like, phase one, that all happened in one week. Most of it, yeah. I mean, Iron Man to Avengers. It's, you know, Iron Man and Incredible Hulk were happening at the same time. Captain America is a flashback. And then Iron Man 2 led up to the Avengers. But it was all very, very quick. Yeah. Um, and you'd have to include the MCU comics. Oh, man. Because they're canon, kind of, I think, maybe. Never read one. 
I, I've got them all, man. You need to read them. Okay. I need to loan you my Shield comics, too, so you can read those. And I need to send out the prizes for those Shield comics, too. I need to get around to that. Maybe well, I shouldn't have said anything. Uh. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, all right, so we finished with the experimental Cree thing. Mm-hmm. Where are we going now? Well, we're back in the present day, and it's Hive revealing his backstory to Daisy. Right. And then they go to talk to Dr. Radcliffe about the experiment. And we oh, have yeah. Three Hydra leaders who, uh, or if not Hydra leaders, they are Hydra true believers. Who have escaped the purge. Three of them, and they're going to be the next experiments. They volunteered. Well, sort of. Kind of. They didn't know they volunteered, but they did. And... They melted. Yeah, now we don't see that here. That's later, but, yeah, you want to talk... you want to talk about the experiments and where they're going with the experiment? Sure. Experiments fail. <laughs> they fail horribly. Bad. Yes. They fail in pretty much the most disgusting way possible for them to fail. I mean, that was that should have been at the end of Indiana Jones. That could have been the, at the end of either Temple of Doom. No, not, maybe a little bit of Temple of Doom, but yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark or yeah. Last Crusade. That was pretty nasty. Yeah, it's See, kind of it, melting in on itself. And... At first, I thought this was his inhuman power. Um, he's Melty Man. But then I was like, wait, no, no, he's just dying. Oh, they kind of did that uh, in the first X-Men movie. Yeah. With the uh, the senator. The water guy. Yeah. yeah. Who they turned him into a mutant. And he melted And he's also. turned into water goo. <laughs> <laughs> Which was also Blah. gross, but not as gross as this. Yeah, yeah. Man, they're just, this is par for the course, this half of the season, Ben. Like, they're just, every episode, let's put something gross in here. Yeah. Let's yeah, stick let's a kill new, someone yeah. in a most awful, horrible, terrible, no good, very bad way. I wonder if they got a new, like, special effects guy, and he's like, dudes, I excel <laughs> at just gore. And so we're looking at your resume, <laughs> and what we see here is uh, skills. Under skills you've listed, I can make people die disgustingly and then we and now we're saying uh now this is this is in visual effects right you're saying this about yeah yeah oh oh, yeah yeah it is uh that's exactly what i meant you're right (laughs) but and and so as a result of that we find out that radcliffe needs cree blood blood from a living cree in order to really really make it work because they were using blood from hive i guess Yes, I think that's what yeah. they were doing. Yeah, and when they melted, you could see some of that, like goo, that we saw coming out of his bullet wounds. Yeah, it looked like it was coming out of the guy's ear that yeah. we were seeing, and uh, so things are failing. But Radcliffe, and, and this is, this is where you see the Hive is a, he's a good leader. Yeah, he's a good leader because he's leading, in such a way that he's looking for what is your passion. And let me use that. that's the team that I'm going to put you on. Mm. And so, Radcliffe, you're kind of failing me. But you're passionate. And so even though you're failing me, I'm going to, instead of just taking over your body and taking your memories, 
which led to a nice scene there with it would just be more work for him yeah uh, yeah <laughs> where, where, where he says he's going you, through all the reasons yeah, why my childhood was horrible the swim team was very mean to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he knows he has a true believer and he knows he has someone who's passionate about his work radcliffe is going to do it he's going to do it well he's failed up until now but he's passionate and he's and that's it's, leadership right there. That's good leadership. And Radcliffe is self-motivated. It's it's not yeah, for Hive. Yeah. It's for everything he's worked for. This is, Hive's going to be able to it, give it to him. This is the culmination of everything Radcliffe has been pushing for. Right. From day one of his transhuman, I don't know what Thing. he would, he's, his transhuman obsession. Yeah. So. <laughs> so beyond that then, they reveal that this is what the the globy thingy is. Well, they haven't revealed what it is. Well, this is where they're going to. They're going to use it now. Right. And this is the one thing that can destroy Hive. But as soon as Hive learns that they need living Cree blood... He goes to it. He goes to it. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. And at this point in the show, I'm just thinking to myself, man, this is going in some weird places. I don't know where it's going. There's some kind of cool stuff going on here. This is this is fun. Yeah. This is a good episode. During all that time, we have um we have Fitzsimmons trying to find the the antitoxin, the cure for Daisy. And we have Fitz very motivated to help Daisy because he saw her and she was talking like they're best friends as as he's She's trying to kill him. Yeah. And Lincoln also wants to help. And he's kind of whiny. He is. He is a little bit. He wants to do something, though. Yeah, because they, ha- they have benched him. They're and not letting him go into the field, and he just he he's sitting on his hands while his, his lady is out there being brainwashed. Yeah. I'd be whiny, too, if I wasn't being allowed to rescue my lady yeah. from being brainwashed. And I would hope that anyone out there who has a lady or a man, they would be thinking the same thing. I want to help this person that's my special someone. Yeah. And they're not going to let him help. And, and this is where we get some of the the plans. Fitz and Simmons, they're going to f- help Daisy by finding a cure. Lincoln, he wants to help Daisy by going on the missions and stuff, but they've benched him. Mm-hmm. And Coulson, he wants to help Daisy by killing Hive. Yes. And he is he's having a hard time with this. As we saw him sit stone statue still. Great scene. Though. Yeah, as everybody zooms around him. Great scene. I love that scene. I thought that was really, really neat. Very cool camera shot. Yeah. Uh, it's just him... And everyone is going around, and he's watching, like, security footage. Yep. And that's how they find where Daisy is. Because she... she <laughs> the, the facial recognition software that she wrote has found her. Has caught her on has tape. Has recognized her facial. Mm-hmm. And so the plan is they're going to go in to this town that they know Malik owned. And so now, clearly, Hive has 
has taken over. There's 40 people on the ground there. Military troops also. And so they're going to go in. They're going to find Hive. They're going to kill Hive. That's going to save Daisy. At least I think that's what – I don't think Coulson actually said that's what he's thinking. But but that's what he's thinking. Yeah. Because Mac is not even – he's only focused on saving Daisy. That's his, yes. that's his prime directive because he feels responsible for – because he didn't see it. He didn't see that she was trying That it was going to happen. Yes. Yeah, or that it did happen. And, and that's where you get May's line. Why is everybody making this about themselves? Yes. And the answer is, this isn't, uh, she says, this isn't about Daisy. And he says, I, I agree. This isn't about Daisy. Now, he's not agreeing with Coulson. Because mm-hmm. Coulson's saying it's not about Daisy. It's about killing Hive. And May is repeating the party line. And Mac is saying, you're right. It's not about Daisy. It's about me <laughs> making things right about Daisy. Right. So. May also had a good line with Lincoln uh, where he says, you know, she says, we, we all care about her too. And he says, yes. well, it's not the same. She's like, you're right. It's not. We've all known her a lot longer mm-hmm. than you. Mm-hmm. Good turnaround, May. Yeah. Well, in that whole scene with Lincoln, it's basically Lincoln – but, 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 please, 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 please. And May is, no, 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 no. Yeah. So. Are we in the lab yet with, with, uh, let's see, Fitzsimmons where are we and here? Lincoln? Sorry, I'm jumping all over we the place. Jumping around. So much for commercial to commercial. Not working, but that's okay. Uh, no, we are, no, we are in the lab. Yeah, where they're, this is Lincoln wanting to do something, and the way he's going to help is by being the guinea pig for this antitoxin that, that Fitzsimmons have, de- have developed. Mm-hmm. Simmons won't let him. She doesn't think it'll work. Fitz thinks there is a possible chance it will work. Lincoln is willing to take that chance. Coulson says no. And Coulson just shuts it down because that's what Coulson's job is here. Mm-hmm. Coulson's job is to, whatever Lincoln wants to do, say no or have May say no. And I think Coulson, he thinks he has the better plan. He tells Fitzsimmons, look for other options. Uh, if this could possibly kill Daisy, again, he doesn't say this, but I, I get the feeling he's almost saying, look, if this is going to possibly kill Daisy, we can't do this. Hmm. And I got my plan, kill Hive, but you can work on some other options. And Lincoln takes things into his own hands. <laughs> Literally, he picks up the syringe in his hands and then shoots it into his arm. Yeah, into his, his arm. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a nice little effect there. Remind me of Electro. Yeah. Yeah. The the where his electricity effects just go wild. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, we we missed uh, in the lab where the the disagreement between uh, Fitz and Simmons mm-hmm. causes some slight tension. We can see. Yeah. And that they they talk about it later when they're alone. And well, and basically, when they're alone, they decide our workplace problems and disagreements. We can't bring that into our regular relationship, which is wise. Yeah. And they talk about uh, Simmons' cabbage-headed ex-boyfriend. Milton. Yeah, Milton. Milton. <laughs> oh, I'm Milton. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And it's nice. I mean. This is one of those episodes where we are building up towards something, mm-hmm. but along the way, we're getting background. <gasps> ben. What? What if it's Fitz or Simmons 
who's going to die. They're, they're building him up, like you just said. They're building him up like Malik's daughter just so they can kill one of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. I hope that's not what's happening. I, I'm still voting for Mac on Death Watch. I thought it was going to be tonight, Ben. I thought it was going to be tonight. It looked like it. We're not we're not skipping that far ahead, though. Okay. It looked like it. Uh, so they go in. May goes undercover, and here's where we get a, a better look at, at James's powers. And I think someone did refer to James as low-rent TV human torch. But someone else, uh, this is in feedback, Okay, uh, referred to James as low-rent TV gambit. Which you and said, yeah. More what we're seeing here is that kind of, he's low-rent TV gambit. Or Inferno, I would... I wouldn't mind calling him Inferno. That's that's a cool name. I like Burning Man. That's a cool name too. But <laughs> as as noted on the show, it's been taken. Yes. So. <laughs> but yeah, he seems to be able to catch objects on on fire mm-hmm. and have them explode. So yeah, yeah. that's that's a Gambit thing. I never liked Gambit. He's yeah. I, I never. He's never okay. Liked Gambit. He's not my favorite, but he's kind of cool. Um, I I remember teaching uh, seniors it's about 10 years ago and their favorite x-men was gambit and i'm just really <laughs> really like that's that's your f- not wolverine not cyclops i mean this, this, cyclops this is from the cartoon okay they're watching the cartoon they were had been as children watched the cartoon and Gambit was a favorite, hmm. and I couldn't figure it out. I didn't. I still don't know what the attraction is to that character. I think it's uh, his eyes. Sure. In the com- you know, in the comics, they're black, and they got the red iris. You know, it's kind of cool. It's kind of it's a cool look. He's got a trench coat. He's got a bow staff. He can. He's yeah. got cards. Gambit. Of of all the X Men, it's got to go T. Of all the X Men, Gambit feels the most. I rolled up a character in a role playing game, <laughs> and okay, so you can do this and this and this. He needs a special weapon, a deck of cards, and a bow staff. Nice. You know, Marvel superheroes role playing was cool, but there was just some times where, as you're rolling your character. How do I fit this together? These <laughs> two different powers—they don't have any kind of similar power set. And yeah, I miss those days role-playing with the Marvel. Anyway, uh, as we're in the town now, and May basically goes undercover as Hydra, a Hydra security guard. Yes, and it's a—it's a cool moment. Yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting to have her do, and she goes in. She fortunately, Daisy's not there. But yeah, she goes in, totally snows James, gets him to talk. He he is hilarious. I love him. He is a good character. I, I, I Like I said, I hope we get some more of him. And the great thing here is if they rescue Skye, they're able to rescue her, get her out from Hive's control, whether it's by killing Hive or by finding a cure. Mm-hmm. We have James right now as a bad guy, and he has a good power set. For a bad guy. Yep. But if they can rescue Sky, they can rescue James. And James can become part of the Secret Warriors thing. If, yeah. If they, you're, he could be a good guy for us. 
Which would be great. Great replacement for Hunter. Yeah, I mean, he's he's perfect. He's funny. He's goofy. He's he full likes of himself. His powers. He's full of himself. Now, in the one thing is, you know, they retain their personality, but because he's under Hive's control, he wants to be a team player, right, and not a solo thing where he's you know putting himself out in the middle of nowhere and um, not not because he's not a people person. Mm-hmm. But there is well. And he says he's not a people person, but I think that was because he's just a jerk and people aren't a him person is what I got out of that statement. Maybe. And, but the question is, why is he out in hiding? Is he in, maybe it was just that he was in hiding and had the stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, He became a recluse by necessity rather than by nature. Yeah. So that's what I that's what I got out of the thing. But the bottom line is, if they can rescue Sky, and if we can keep Sky for next season, we can keep James for next season oh, too yeah? as a good guy. And if they keep writing him like this, great It'll addition. Be good. Great yeah. addition. What a better addition than Lincoln? Sorry, I was just thinking like, man, I'm where is this gonna go? He's gonna end up with May. Is what's gonna happen. <laughs> That would be hilarious. Okay, yeah, this isn't anyway. Friends, dude. Like, <laughs> friends really got annoying when it just was okay. Who hasn't been with who? You know, and I didn't watch it much. The conference I was at, uh, they 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 coined a verb where it was uh, you're Joey and Racheling something. Like if you get to the point where you're matching up Joey and Rachel. <laughs> You've gone too far. You need to call it quits. And so you need to know when you've hit a point in a project or when you've hit a point, you know, in something and, and you've hit the Joey Rachel moment. Gotcha. And that would be the Joey Rachel relationship. Yeah. If if they're bringing in James so he can hook up with May, I, I think we might have run out of ideas <laughs> for the show. But. Yeah, okay, so they're going they're in the town. May finds out the information she needs. She gets the information about where Hive is, where James thinks Hive is. They send a team that include some uh, I was about about to apologize to Daniel for doing some trek analogies, but I'm not apologizing. They <laughs> Nice. Uh you're going to have to make me apologize. <laughs> they do some things with the lower decks people. Ben they bring in ben. the lower deck people. They bring in characters who we have never seen before who suddenly have personalities and names. At least you didn't say red shirts. They're not red shirts. They're not red shirts. They're not there to die. I think they're there to be set up. I thought they were setting these people up to be turned into inhumans. But we've got Piper who wants a big gun. And the big gun was... Uh, she had it reserved. You know, she called shotgun on the shotgun, <laughs> and they come in with Mac. They go into this room. I thought they were. I thought that device was going to be something that was an inhuman creating machine. Yeah, and that Mac was going to become an inhuman. That's. I still thought he was going to become an inhuman, but not because of that thing. Well, but that was. Potentially later on, then yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It turns out it's a homing beacon, a map, if you will. <laughs> it's a homing beacon, a for map, a 
Cree satellite ship that's been out around our solar system. Waiting. Waiting for this homing beacon to be activated. So they could it would lead them to the treasure. It would lead that them is to their the failed experiment. The prize. I'm just going to keep going with this. Yeah, yeah, you might as well stop right now. um, And this is where we had that scene where it's budget, you know. It was cool. It it was so fast. This, it was cool. And then during the commercial when I was thinking about it, because that's a great mid-episode twist. Yeah. That's our mid-episode twist is a ship just crashed into a building and then two Kree walked out of the building. Right. That's cool Mm -hmm. but then i started thinking about how just how fast it happened like all of a sudden zoom boom we don't even see the debris right you know i mean this is probably budget i mean they've got to be saving up budget stuff for the finale right but i'm thinking to myself wait a minute why didn't why didn't we have like a moment where here's a ship and it comes and it hovers like what kind of ship as soon as you turn on the homing beacon, it just comes and crashes into the homing beacon. Right. And then the guys just walk out. Like, what What a cool scene it would have been if it had actually been a Kree ship that comes over, hovers over the building. They're all looking up. And then the door opens and these two Kree come out. But again, I think it was, I had to do, it had to be budget. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was just fast moving and all of a sudden crash. And then they're all of a sudden walking out. Um, well, and before they explained it too, I thought it was really lame that one, they're the exact same Cree from thousands of years ago. The just the two exact same ones, and they're not dressed like modern day Cree from Guardians. Yeah, I I wouldn't have had a problem with that if I mean they they call out that it's the exact same one, right? They do, and, and but if they hadn't called out that they were the exact same ones. I don't know if we would have even noticed. That it was the exact same guys. I noticed. Did you? I mean, they're they're dressed the same. They got the same bill. There was a skinny one and a bigger one. Well, they they do call it out though. Yes, and so that's why I said. And then they hadn't explained it. Then they explain it. Yeah, they're in stasis. They've been in stasis. Right. Um, and the thing called them there, and now they're there to destroy their failed experiment. <laughs> and they're just going through killing everyone. Everybody just walking through indiscriminately. The town. Killing the people. Okay, but here's the thing. I don't know. I was not expecting things to happen this quickly. Hives Springfield. And when I say Springfield, I mean that's the in the comics for G.I. Joe. Cobra had their own town. <laughs> and it was just a regular town. And all the people who lived in the town and worked in the town were all Cobra. <laughs> And there was a big thing. It was around issue 50 or 75 or 100. It was one of the, there was a giant sized issue where G.I. Joe found out the location of Springfield and invaded Springfield. And that was when they created Serpentor out of all the DNA from, you know, Genghis Khan and Napoleon or, you know, all the greatest military leaders of the past. And so as G.I. Joe is invading Springfield and totally taking down this hidden. Like they're just hiding in plain sight base. Mm-hmm. Serpentor then is kind of rising up to be the leader of Cobra. And it's a cool arc. It's a cool arc. And the whole Springfield thing, when they were invading Springfield, they had also had people earlier come in and infiltrate and find out about Springfield. 
I thought that's where we were headed, <laughs> is that we were going to have this town. They're doing their stuff, but then every once in a while they're sending people out, and so we're going to have S.H.I.E.L.D. come into contact with the people who have been sent out. They're trying to figure out where's Hyde, where's Hive hiding. Nope. Nope. It's just over. They know where Springfield is. Yep. They're there right now. S.H.I.E.L.D. has just landed. It is this town, this base of operations for Hive, it's no good anymore. It's well. Do you do you really think they're going to evacuate the place? Because I mean, we've just we we see later that they can't really do anything against Hive, right? Right, right. But they can nuke the place. Well, yeah, they could do that. I mean, they know where he is, and I don't care how powerful you are, unless you're planning on making your move and taking over everything. Mm-hmm you are going to want to have your evil base secret and secret so that you can strike out from it and not have to deal with people, you know, pesky invasions. Gotcha. Like, like we just got. So it's a fast moving show, Ben. It is. So they set up this thing. And I thought it was gonna be so cool. And then wait, wait, we did, we didn't have time to bask in the coolness. Well, but, they don't have the budget to rent out the town for, Three weeks in a row. Well, that's the other ingenious thing is that this is not like some super high-tech base. Mm -hmm. This is not some ancient castle. This is just a town. I mean, they could go to any town anywhere and say, oh, it's just another street. Right. (laughs) They they don't have to go to the same place anymore even. But too late now. So the Kree have come. And why are the Kree there? They need live Kree blood. Yep. And Daisy is sent out to get it. And boy, does she. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one of the Kree is just going around. He beheads Alicia or one of the Alicia people. Yep, and, yep. You know, he's got that just really bloody axe. The other one ends up fighting Daisy. And getting his spine crushed. She takes him out limb by limb. She could have started at the spine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, because it's not the kind of thing where she's saying, okay, I'm going to hurt your arm here. Give us some of your blood. Mm-hmm. No, you're not going to. Okay, here's one arm. I can do another one. It's not evil torture time, but she turns it into evil torture time. Yeah. It's one arm, two arms, one leg, two legs. You're down now. Okay. Now I'm just going to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Daisy, you're okay. You're, everything's fine with you. <laughs> Good grief. So they drain him. Well, they're working blood. on it. They, well, they try to drain yep. him of his blood. And then Mac shows up. Yeah, so they see all this happening. The Shield team is watching the Kree, and Mac sees Daisy, or actually sees, or they feels feel the, the rumble. The rumble. Mm-hmm. Knows that it's Daisy. Says he's gonna go get her. So we have Mac and Lincoln, both putting their lives on the line, to save Daisy. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah, and it's pretty. Do you want to keep going with Mac, or do you want to cut back to somebody else? Or? Well, I mean, we might as well just stick with Mac. We okay. Have two really, there's just two things going on. Uh, you do have Coulson back on the ship, mm. calling the shots as they're doing the invasion, and you have uh, basically you have the one Cree with Daisy and Mac, and you have the other Cree fighting Hive. Yep. And so that's kind of where we end up with is these two fights, two big fights. Um. Yeah, let's talk about Mac. Okay. Let's talk about Mac. 
his his motivation, my partner needs help, and her motivation, my partner needs help. Yep. His help is to get her away from Hive. Her help is we're going to make you into an inhuman. Yeah. And he does his best talk that he can to try to, you know, we're friends. We care about you. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. <laughs> it's not, nothing's happening. No, and this is where it's that interesting kind of, there's a cross section of free will here mm-hmm. where in her mind she's saying, I care about these people. How can I help these people? based on what I know in my mind. Because what we feel is the reality, Ben. And so her, in her mind, the best thing that can happen is for people to follow Hive. Hmm. And so she's going to get, I mean, this is, I, I kind of, not joking, but I kept talking, I think last episode, or last, yeah, last episode about um, Hive kind of being like a cult leader. Yeah. And reminding me of cult leaders. And this is that. I mean, she is brainwashed. She's completely, you know, literally brainwashed. Yep. He's, you know, infested her mind with a parasite. But, yeah, so they, she is reasoning with him, talking with him as if, as she did with Fitz, as if he is still her friend, but doing so with the lens of, I want to help you. I care about you. You're my partner. I'm going to turn you into an inhuman so that you can follow Ward or Hive. Yeah. So you can feel the way I feel so that we can have mm-hmm. a real connection. Yeah. And have a real friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not real now. It was never real. And the thing is, she proves him wrong. Yeah. He is convinced she'll fight against this. He says it. Early on in the episode when he's talking to Coulson, he's convinced she'll do it. And she does pull her punches because she doesn't kill him. But she's not. Well, just barely. Right. But she's not pulling her punches because she is fighting her programming. Mm -hmm. She's doing it because she believes in the programming and wants to stop him so that he'll be part of what she's doing Mm -hmm. you know so she hasn't been ordered to kill him right and he hasn't crossed a line where she'll have to rip out his heart yeah what you said yeah uh oh yeah it's rough because he yeah he puts his gun down he's unarmed he's not gonna fight and she just goes at him and it's just brutal wails on him yep does the same it's a similar thing to what she was doing with yeah the Cree. and she's about she was literally about to kill him crush his chest in and then yeah. may shoots her in the shoulder yeah so and I'll, I'll say this as much as i will rag on the the civil war dialogue mm-hmm. where it's just kind of a little too spot on yeah and that's really the problem it's just a little too spot on too on the nose yeah there's good dialogue in this whole episode. Oh yeah, and and there's there's good lines. There's callbacks to lines, and uh, but the the lines that Mac is giving to Daisy, and the stuff that Daisy is giving to to Mac, there's some good writing going on there. Yeah, and this is our Civil War tie-in because this is a Civil War on our show. 
it's a, it's a, it, it is. mirrors the conflict that's going to be happening because they're two best friends, but now they're totally separated by the ideologies that they both believe in with all their hearts. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's civil war going on with the team that's still with Coulson. Yeah. I mean, there's there's splits, but they're handling it a little better. <laughs> you know, Fitz and Simmons, we don't agree, but we're not punching each other with shields right in the, <laughs> in the face yeah. uh and, and colson could he could punch anyone <laughs> yeah. in the in the face with a shield but yeah they this is the uh parallel pattern though mm-hmm. you know rather than it, at that direct tie-in but anyway as much as i would say those civil war lines yeah on the nose it's it's not just hanging a lampshade on it it's like driving the lampshade down onto it <laughs> and just pushing it in and saying, this is Marvel. <laughs> well, um, but the other, there's, there's good, there's great lines all over the place. So I, oh yeah, I didn't look at who was the writer on this, but what's, uh, what's the lady's name who plays Daisy? Uh, Chloe Bennett. She is killing it with the acting. I mean, mm-hmm. it was great tearing up and everything. She's, she's a great actress. Yeah. Yes, yes, and it, it's an interesting part. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, this is the kind of thing where you get a script. I would look at this, and I, I'm assuming she has a similar reaction. But can I do this? There's some real subtle stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah. Can I actually do this? And she is. She's doing really well. And it blows me away because uh, the past month they've put out some uh, live streams our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actors have. Mm-hmm. And whenever she's on there, she's just a massive goofball. Never once is she not a goofball. Really? <laughs> on, on, when she's on the live stream. And just seeing that her acting ability to be able to play such a serious and mm-hmm. layered character, I mean, that is some talent. You know who else is nailing it is, is Dalton. Yes. Uh, I'm. I, he He's doing a great job of playing that new... He's playing it as a new character. Mm-hmm. He is not Ward, but there's Ward in him. Yep. You know, he can't help but look Ward because it's the same dude. I honestly forget it's the same dude. And then every once in a while, like once or twice per episode, I'll be like, oh, yeah, it is Brett Dalton still, mm-hmm. you know? Because mm-hmm. he is. He's playing a totally different guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so from there, well, then there's the other fight. Yes. The other fight is... Uh, Hive versus Cree, which is cool. It was a cool fight. It's taking place in a church. Yep. And I, I was trying to figure out what the significance. That's an intentional choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is what is the reasoning there? Because there's one there's there's one frame. No, it's not one frame, but the one one sequence where they frame it. So he's got that cross behind him too, right. as they're trying to kill him. Well, I think. And this is what I got out of the scene. I they're I think they're really trying to drive home that that cult leader mm-hmm. um, image, even a corrupt religious leader. Well, I'm seeing him uh, as a corrupt messiah. Yeah, I mean he he's not just a true believer. He comes back. He is setting himself up as the Hydra God hmm. that he's been referred to as in in previous episodes. And where, he knows what he really is. He's not. Yeah, he, but he he sees himself as that messiah mm-hmm. i mean that that magneto type of messiah where i'm going to 
change everything. Right. And I'm going to, you know, it's a good thing that we're, and I'm going to have control over it all. And, and then there's definitely that element of not resurrection, but the healing. Yeah. Uh, uh, What's her name? Piper. Piper. Piper nails him with the big gun. Okay. Okay. Great shot. Let's talk about this. Coulson's big plan. We're going to go in there. We're going to kill Hydra with machine guns. His no, but you see how that worked though. The guns did stun him a little bit, stopped him a little bit. And then they brought out the big gun. The big to plan shoot him in is the to shoulder. shoot him with the big gun. Now the gun that they should have been using is the gun from Avengers. Yeah. That's I mean, what it does. They should have brought that thing. In. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> But but can they bring that thing? Would it be satisfying to us to bring in that thing, and it's not Coulson who's using it? I guess not. I mean, I could see Piper using I it. I felt like somebody else used it once. It. I think so. Okay. Might have been Nick Fury even. I can't remember. It's been a while. But the bottom line is the big plan was to come in with a big gun. The big gun did not work. They got to get out of there. And they do. Run away. They run away. Quickly. The other direction. Mm. Yeah. And and this is where they do escape. Lincoln is hurt. Not Lincoln. Mac. Mac is hurt. I mean, Lincoln's also hurt, but we're not there. Well, both Mac and Lincoln are really hurt to help Daisy. Right. And both Mac and Lincoln, it ended up being for nothing. Right. In, in a lot of ways. Mac took a huge beating. And it didn't help a bit. Nope. Lincoln took a... And actually worked the opposite direction. Exactly, because now Daisy's fully committed. She's done with S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, and she brings up something I did not even think about when they're talking about living Cree blood. Mm-hmm. But she has Cree blood. I thought about this, but I didn't think they were going to get it from her. I thought they were going to go back to the base, even though I, I guess now it's blown up. But I thought they were going to bring back that dead Cree. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought they were going to do. No, no, it's her. She's in. And and this is where it's an interesting thing because Hive keeps coming back to the, are you on my side? What would you do if you had to choose? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, dude, you, you've basically got control on her. You've got your thing in her brain that's causing her to have all those chemical reactions. Right. Well, why are you asking these questions? And she's in 100%. Yeah. Use my blood. Let's do this. Let's do this. Like Judas. You know, I'm not new to this. Okay. All right. right We need to move on. We need to go. (laughs) That's it then. That's the episode. Uh, Not quite. We have to go back and talk about Lincoln and what happened to him. We skipped all that. So Lincoln... He, they, they basically they find out the antitoxin didn't work. They put him in um, rehab, kind of thing. He his his uh, immune system is down. Right. He has no immune system. He says I should have been there on that mission that failed. And Simmons is, no, you, you couldn't. Like, somebody sneezed on you, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. You've got a. And he says it's okay because it'll work, right? And no, that's why I came down. Mm. I didn't come down to tell you the mission failed. That's just a benefit of coming down. <laughs> You're my prisoner. Yeah. You're not leaving. 
All right, uh, one more thing I want to talk about um, was the bar scene with all the evil and humans mm-hmm. hanging out, playing pinball, all that. And I don't think you were watching the show at this point. I think you were looking at the movie tickets on the computer or something. But who's the who's the duplicate lady? Uh, I can't remember her name. But the Alicia, du- Alicia, 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 the duplicate lady. Yeah, she slides herself that beer. Yes. That was fun. What is the point? Why wouldn't you just drink the beer? Why would you have yourself make yourself a beer and then just to slide it over? Why wouldn't you just stay with this one person and just drink it? If If you have two bodies, you've got to feed both of them, right? But she only has two bodies if she wants to have two bodies. But she has them at the at the time. This bugged me. Ah, <laughs> uh, you are. <laughs> it was. You're I right. Think this is the definition of picking nits, right? Here. It is. It is. But I was just like, this bugs me. Anyway, it's not important. I'm just pointing it out there. It's kind of like being bugged by a guy who doesn't sink through the floor when he can walk through walls. It is nothing. It is kind of like nothing that. like that. Sort of at all. There is zero. Zero connection to that, because I'm talking, like, how does this work in the physical world? You're talking about, ah, oh, she's got an extra body there, but she feeds that extra body. Why would she do that? No, it's why does she even bother splitting when she could just feed them both she by was, staying all in one body? She was already split. <sighs> she was already split. Okay. Shall we go to the field reports, Ben? Yes, although there's not much reason to. Okay. We'll just go ahead and play the sounder anyway. Shield Field Report. We don't really have any feedback to read or play. Okay. And that's okay. We actually had a lot of feedback last time, and I really appreciated that. That was good stuff. For this time around, we don't. Yeah. I mean, and we recorded the last one late, so... Probably any feedback you were going to send in for this episode ended up in last episode. Yes. Yeah. Some of the normal feedback that would have been for, yeah, for this, I I went ahead and included it. Yeah. yeah. It's all been included. Uh, I do want to say, though, we want your Civil War feedback. Yes. We want your Civil War feedback. And I'm thinking that whatever we end up doing with with the Civil War episode, we probably won't do a feedback portion there. I think the Civil War feedback is going to end up on our next Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. Cool. So we want to hear what you have to say about Civil War. And who knows? Maybe we'll get so much there'll be a whole episode of its own. Probably not. So (laughs) either way, we want to hear what you think, how you like the movie, what you didn't like about the movie, all that stuff. I love having other voices here. And that's probably the one good thing about what we're going to have to do with expanding the family is it expands the voices that will be heard here. Yeah. So, uh, but we get to do that anyway already. So you can call in as usual or you can write in. You can write into feedback at welcome to level 7com or you can call in at one seven seven five five level 7 that's one seven seven five 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 three eight three five seven, or you can email an MP three uh, to us. 
or do the just go to welcomelittle7.com slash feedback so those are the ways you can get a hold of us we want to hear what you have to say about this episode we want to hear what you have to say about civil war we want to hear what you have to say is what it really comes down to absolutely because you are the ones who make this really worth doing and make this why we've gotten through 156 episodes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, 156 episodes. I've been here for four of them. So. Whatever. 156 episodes. <laughs> That's, you know, we wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't fun because it wouldn't be fun. If it wasn't fun, Ben. Yeah. If it wasn't fun, it wouldn't be fun. Absolutely. It is true. Truer words have not been spoken than what you just said, Daniel, in quoting Evan. I am. In quoting me. If you're going to call me that, at least use my full name, Low Rent TV Daniel. Yeah. Because that's who I am. I am a warm rubbish about all this. A warm rubbish, Ben. That's just wonderful. That's just... I don't have the budget for the other thing, yeah. so yeah. got to be a warm rubbish. <laughs> okay, well... Daniel, he keeps thinking I'm you. I'm sitting right in front of him. I'm literally right here. I'm not you, buddy. So anyway, you know, as we've been talking about expanding the family, mm-hmm. uh, there have been some people who, as I've been trying to make plans, talking to other podcasters and and people about joining uh, some discussions, say, you know, about Daredevil or having Evan come on here. People have been asking what I'm doing and been wondering what it is that I've been trying to do. And they've been speculating, too. Mm -hmm. And Evan, do you know what they've been saying? I can only imagine, Ben. Yeah. You know what they've been saying, Evan? What? They've been saying... Maybe he's trying to form some sort of creepy dude alliance. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Level 7. You've heard us, now we'd love to hear from you. Go to welcometolevel7.com slash feedback where you can contact us through our website. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling one seventy seven fifty five level 7 you can also join the lively conversation going on at facebook.com slash welcome to level seven or connect with us on Twitter where we're level seven pod. And remember, the seven is spelled out. Our theme music is the light fantastic by JS Earls. And you can find that at transplant.bandcamp.com. Welcome to level seven is a proud member of the noodle mix network. Find more of our award winning and award nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh and succeed at noodle.mx. Learn how to podcast, get productive in your personal and professional life, theorize over TV shows, laugh with our clean comedy, delve into science fiction and philosophy, learn critical thinking from movie reviews and more at noodle.mx. MX. And once again, thanks for listening. Okay, everyone. Civil War. Two days. Two days. For us. Yeah, we're going to go see it the opening Thursday show. Well, not the very first one because we couldn't get tickets for that one. No. No, we had a conflict, schedule conflict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it came down to this. My wife had a meeting, mm-hmm. and she said, well, it's at 7.30. And and I said, oh, I didn't know, and I didn't say anything because I've been away for a week. You right. Know, and, I've, and, uh, and she said, well, I can change it. And I said, you know, you're not going to 
I'm not going to make you change your meeting with your co-op board so I can go see a movie. <laughs> yeah. So 10.30 showing, two and a half hour movie. We're getting out of there at one o'clock. We're going to be wrecked, man. Yeah. yeah. It'll be an interesting episode. It'll be on. Okay. So Strangers and Aliens podcast. If you haven't listened to it before, this would be the episode to catch. Um, yeah, it might be. It might be as we're driving and at one o'clock in the morning, a microphone in front of my face. Yes. And we're trying to talk about a movie at one o'clock in the morning after binging on lots of popcorn and <sighs> soft drink. There's a part of me that's excited. But I'm just glad I'm not going to the midnight show. Ugh. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. I've I've done that a couple times. Do they even do a midnight show anymore? Yeah, they do. Okay. They well, one of our theaters is the one we're going to isn't, but the other theater is the one with the big cushy chairs. That's the one that's uh, doing the midnight show, the more expensive yeah. one. Yeah, and then I have a conference the next day I need to go to. Ben, just rocking all these conferences. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to go see it. It's going to be sweet, hopefully. And you're not going to be doing the the uh, Civil War episode here on Welcome Level 7. Right. But we'll get some of your thoughts probably in the feedback section of that next episode that we do. Yep. So, All right, Evan. Thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fun sitting at this homeschool table. Yeah. Peace out later. Bye.